Kei te whakaronga mai, koe ki nga pātaka kōrero o Tamaki Makoto. You're listening to an Auckland Libraries podcast. For, for heritage to uh, have value, for heritage to matter, you have to have a community there that celebrates it and connects to it. At the end of the day, these things, although they're from the past, they're kind of living and they're carried through to the present and then on to the future, hopefully, if we do our jobs right. Welcome to the Heritage Talks podcast, bringing you the best in family and local history from New Zealand, the Pacific and beyond. Your heritage now. Namahi nui kia koutou katoa kōsu Today I'm talking with researchers awarded summer research scholarships from the University of Auckland. They've spent the last 12 weeks researching an aspect of Auckland's history through the support of the Auckland History Initiative under the co-supervision of Professor Linda Bryder and Dr Jessica Parr. Um, I have with me Tom Wilkinson. Um, he graduated with a Bachelor of Arts with Honours from the University of Auckland and will commence his Masters this coming year. Um, his project examined the many faces of Parnell one of Auckland's oldest suburbs, and how large social and political changes in Auckland have been reflected in the development of Parnell after the Second World War. What a great topic. Cool. Yeah, kia ora, Sue. Um, yeah, so it's been a really interesting topic. I've mainly focused on using oral histories this year as well. Um, so previous histories of Auckland especially, we often get quite an institutional outlook, so the view of the planners and developers. And so with this project, I did want to sort of step away from that and focus on, I sort of call it the people's history of Parnell. Um, so it's just sort of looking at Parnell from a different perspective. Really fantastic, you know, it's really lovely to see these collections that um, different institutions have yes. sort of come back into light for the social histories. Um, tell me a little bit about kind of settling on your topic and then your process for discovering that content. Um, so I initially wanted to do something to do with, I think, suburban development in Auckland especially. Um, so I'm not an Aucklander, I'm hot, from... Hot topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, so I'm not an Aucklander initially, I come from Christchurch and so part of it Part of it was thinking about the way we experience homes. I think after the earthquakes in Christchurch, for example, a lot of the older homes we had have been completely lost. And in discussion about the city's heritage, we sort of overlook those. We focus on things like the Christchurch Cathedral or the uh, Cathedral of the Blessed Sacrament. So these massive monuments, but we don't actually look at the more personal, so the homes that are gone, which have had you know multiple generations in them or different families. And so I wanted to sort of focus on looking at that with Auckland's history because it's we've still got that sort of stuff here, but we're at risk of perhaps losing that history just because of apathy. It's a really it's a really refreshing um, approach, really, because I think you know you're right the um, the stories that sit in the walls and the rafters, the everyday stories of everyday people, is actually what creates an energy in the city, isn't it? As well as you know, of course, those institutional markers that we have. So. Um, what was your journey to be able to uncover those stories in our, in, in our primary resources? Um, so to begin with, I was actually looking at some of the council archives. I was looking at some of the plans and bits and pieces, and I realised there wasn't a huge amount I could really glean from that. Um, and so I started looking for the more personal stuff. So I talked to Parnell Heritage um, and looked at their journal. So that was really fantastic to use. And I also spoke, obviously, to Auckland Libraries. And so I've got a collection of oral histories, which are both some held by Parnell Heritage and some held by the Auckland Library, which give me a really good insight into the way people lived and experienced Parnell and the city in general 
throughout the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s even. So it's sort of a really good time frame. It's quite rich in experience. And so that's sort of, that's where I started focusing. And were there finding aids or ways into that content or did you just have to sort of sit down and, and listen to it all? Um, I pretty much had to just sit down and listen to a lot of it. There were some transcripts and I sort of used those initially because there were some points where some of the questions perhaps went away from what I was interested in. So I, could, I wouldn't have to listen to the full 45 minutes to an hour. I could sort of jump between spots. Um, but yeah, more or less, it was sitting and listening to these histories. So tell me a bit about that experience. Did you sort of have a question in mind as you were listening that you were drawing on, or did material just jump out that you thought, oh, that's a great bit of content to include? Um, material jumped out at me. I think that's sort of the key thing is that as I was listening, I think particularly what jumped out was that Parnell has got a view today as a really well-developed and quite distinctive and maybe dis distinguished suburb. Um, but listening to the oral histories, I found that there's actually almost stories of two Parnells, upper and lower. And so it's really interesting to see that the suburb, which we think of quite uniformly today, is actually has got a history that's rich in contrast. Um, and that contrast even continues up to the 21st century. I know from personal experience, a friend moved there earlier this early last year. Um, and it was interesting talking to him about his experience because there's so many different families living around him who he's sort of interacted with, which really reflects that, I guess I called it a patchwork of people that made up Lower Parnell in the mid-20th century, and it's still reflected there today, which is fascinating. Mm -hmm. I think the main thing that came away, I came away from this experience with was that a lot of history is lost between the cracks because people don't record it, and it's difficult because you don't think of your own life as something of historical note quite often. Um, but there are bits and pieces in there that are important. Without these sort of histories that I was able to listen to, I wouldn't have discovered this suburb of contrasts. And I think that's perhaps the most important takeaway is that we're at risk of losing perhaps Auckland or even New Zealand's heritage simply because we don't, we don't care as much as we should and we need to overcome that by actually making sure we do make the effort to record and to share these experiences with one another. Thanks so much for your insights today, Tom. It's brilliant. Thank you. You've been listening to an Auckland Libraries podcast. Stay tuned for more Heritage Talks. You can find further information on our page at SoundCloud or see the Auckland Libraries website. Coming up, we bring you more from the Summer Research Scholars.